Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Well, this is one of the smartest guys I know, and he works for Fox News. Uh, we have with us Charlie Gasparino. Charlie, what the heck is going on? Well, I think a couple positive developments. And I won't give you any more Brooklyn words. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What no did we pipes. talk about last time? The shaft or something the like pipes. that? The, the pipes. pipes. Taking the pipes. Oh. oh. Um, but to explain to you what it meant, they, they, to knock out somebody, they used to take the steam pipe and stick it up his mouth or something. Oh, my The tailpipe, yeah. You people from Brooklyn. Oh, my God. I'm very scary. Some uh, of us are very nice, Charlie. <laughs> my wife's in Brooklyn. I know all about it. Um, well, I mean, here's the thing, John. The we You know, I, I think over the weekend – and like, and towards the end of last week and through the weekend, people were really worried that a major investment bank was going to go belly up and cause something along the lines of what Lehman did um, back in 2008. Um, I think most of the big firms and banks, I'm talking about J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, they went out, they looked at their their um, their counterparty uh, sort of risk when with that bank that people were talking about that's credit suisse the big uh, uh swiss bank swiss based bank and they found that um not only that they found that their 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 counterparty risk was manageable but not only that that the the problems that credit suisse has is not as dire as the social media commentary thought uh you know the the uh Ulrich Kroner, I think his name is, that's the CEO, has been meeting with all the big institutional investors telling them that they're, they have capital at hand, they're, they're li- they have li- enough liquidity, that if there's problems, it's not based on the whole bank, which includes a huge wealth management operation in, in Zurich, uh, a pretty big consumer bank that does business all over the world, and an investment bank here in the in U.S. that is the problem. And it's kind of confined to that that problem. So once you took that off the table, I think you had a relief rally. And uh, now, uh, whether this will last, I don't know. And there's also a lot of commentary that the Fed is going to follow what the Bank of England did and back off rate increases. Uh, That the Bank of England came in there, uh, was worried about massive dislocation in its financial system from rate increases, particularly hedge funds, excuse me, pension funds. That bought debt at super low interest rates, juiced them up with derivatives in a high interest rate environment. Those bonds go go haywire and down, not up. Um, and that the U.S. could face the same similar thing if the Fed starts rate, if the Fed keeps raising rates and the, and the ten year goes significantly above four percent. You know we're we're there, and there's a thought, there's a theory, and I you know more than a theory. That the Fed is going to back off that, that they're going to do maybe one more cut, maybe not 75, but 50, and pause to see if the financial situation in the U.S., you know, if, if we face a similar later on, financial uh, instability. Charlie, later on, we have Amir Karanji on, who is the publisher of The Real Deal, and he's going to talk about real estate in New York and right. Florida. But the real estate industry is starting to take the hype. Well, you know, John, the real estate industry is is a bubble. I mean, the problem that the Fed has, if it stops, it's essentially saying that these prices that we see today in meme stocks, in crypto, in all this garbage, including housing that have you know quadrupled in the in the last three years, that this is all normal. 
And, you know, here's the problem that the U.S. has. If you – and the world has this. During this – during, and a lot of it stems from the, the, our economic response to the pandemic. We shut down economies. We turned around, and we just gave people money to sit at home. You have unproductive people spending money. So, of course, you're going to get inflation and bubbles throughout the world, throughout the country and the world. And now it comes, there's a time that do you, do, you, do you correct that bubble or not? Now, if the Fed doesn't correct it, and this is the problem that Powell has, and this is the problem the Bank of England's going to have. If they don't correct the inflation problem, the bond vigilantes will do it. Uh, Charlie Gasparino, what two part question. First of all, why why did they go after Kim Kardashian? They have nothing better to do. And then the second part, did you see John's prediction talking about oil prices and now OPEC? They're going to cut production. So it looks like we could see oil prices coming up. Yeah, that's bad for inflation. Yeah, I did see that. Congrats, John. That's a good call. Uh Kim Kardashian, I mean, I, I don't even know where to begin with this. Uh, I, I'm not like some sort of I, – I, I know very little about her um, her business, but her business is literally to sell anything that moves with her name on it, right? Mm-hmm. So if she puts an ad out there about crypto, you know that she's like behind it, isn't it? I mean, isn't it like – it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's almost disclosed. And what they got her on seems like such nonsense mm-hmm. that the Securities Exchange Commission, in, in the middle of this insanity that we have going on in the markets – is worried about her. They're By the struggling. Way, they, They're struggling to keep Bitcoin above nineteen thousand. Yeah, I know, but uh, but it's not even that. Is I mean, you want your your you know your police to be you know really cracking down on crime that 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 affects the average investor, and this is like nonsense. Well, well, Charlie, this is Pete King. Speaking of that, how about the Attorney General going after Donald Trump? Well, I wrote a whole column. I know it was a great column. I thought, <laughs> Thank yeah. You. Well, I mean, listen, I, I did something. If you notice most of the coverage of, of that and, and all these cases, like if you see the look at the Times coverage, they, they don't talk to business people. Mm-hmm. They talk to lawyers. And, you know, you're going to get, you know, so they talk to foreign prosecutors. Oh, this is very serious. You know, you put something down on a document. So I, I, I went back and I spoke with business people, including a gentleman that I mentioned, John Myers of GE Capital, or excuse me, GE Asset Management. And I said, okay, give me the – you read the case, and all of them read it because it was you – know, they wanted to you – know, they're involved in this, in this world. And um, everybody I spoke with said it is immaterial what Donald Trump puts on a loan application because all these loan applications are just – they're ignored almost by the banks. There's no reliance on it, Charlie. There's no reliance. So if there's no reliance, where's the fraud? Where's the victim? There's no victim. Either. And there's no injury here. Why is all the debts were repaid? And that's the other problem. You know, if you look look at the coverage, I mean, he paid a lot of this stuff back. He got other loans. I mean, you know, you got to ask yourself, why is the attorney general of this state wasting time with this when there's no victim? And, you know, it's very because hard. He's trying to fulfill a campaign promise. Well, here's the thing. It's very hard not to come to the conclusion, and maybe she's a very nice lady, I don't know anything about her. I don't know her, that she's a political hack. And here's why. If you notice what she did with Cuomo. Okay, she she is a very nice lady. I I do know her. She is a very nice lady. But uh, we just had a discussion with Bill O'Reilly. I'm not sure if you heard. But uh, some of the word that's out is that shot against Andrew Cuomo was called by the White House. 
They well, didn't. Need, they, they did not need competition in 2024. Maybe, but okay. Be that as it may, okay. Think about this: she's running against a guy, and she uses her office's power to put out some report about how bad of a guy he is, while she's about to run against the guy. I mean, I. I the conflicts of interest are in, are off the charts. And the only reason she should have given it to she should have given it to Morgenthau or some I don't know you know an, in, an independent council. Where is Morgenthau when we need him now? Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, that's uh, right. I Charlie, mean, on that, you know, the only reason that report meant anything is because you know the office of the attorney general did it. Other than that, you know, if that was a newspaper column, people would have passed right over it. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. And the other thing with with the Cuomo stuff yeah. is I'm not, not a fanboy of his, but where's the criminal charges against him? There isn't any. They tried. They tried. They, he, he kissed a he kissed a girl on the cheek in an Italian wedding. <laughs> well, thank you, Charlie Gasparino, and we got to take a break, and we'll talk to you again real soon. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hi, it's Lou Dobbs for Priority Gold, America's precious metals dealer. These are volatile times with high inflation, soaring debt, wars on multiple continents, and rising financial stress. Central banks are buying gold to diversify their reserves, so are many Americans. Call Priority Gold and find out how precious metals can help you diversify your portfolio. They're highly rated and happy to help. Call 1-866-303-6357 or get a free gold guide at PriorityGoldGuide.com. That's Priority. PriorityGoldGuide.com. 